Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at audiblepodcast.com slash sorgatronmedia. Over 75,000 titles to choose from for your iPod, iPhone, or MP3 player. I'm getting awesome. You're getting awesome. We're getting awesome. Yeah, that's what I said now. Ladies and gentlemen, it's a new year. It's a new awesome cast. We are back. We got a full-on panel. I'm, of course, uh, your in-studio host this week, uh, Michael Sorg, uh, back from di- diving in the river. <laughs> we'll talk about that in a second. Uh, but with me, as usual, <laughs> wait, is... wait, 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 wait. Back what? from diapers. Come on. <laughs> back from my man diaper shopping. On the line, uh, Lego man Rob De La Creta. How you doing tonight? Uh, I'm good. I, I'm coming to you live from my new couch. Excellent. Uh, it is it is green corduroy and the most comfortable Ooh, thing in the world. Ooh, corduroy. Yeah. Sounds like we have to go do here, another show retro. from this couch. Yes, it does sound like we need to return to the couch and break in break it in. Yeah, yeah. This <laughs> this couch and 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 uh and and I new paint job in the room as well. This is a nice blue paint job behind me. Uh this this demands a show, I think. Yes, definitely. Yes, uh, we'll, be, yes. we'll be we'll be talking about that. We're going to be doing a little bit of touring this year. Uh, we're touring, <laughs> touring. We're touring. It's going to be the Awesome Cast tour. Uh, we'll return to the slaughterhouse. So we'll be doing the five year uh, mayhem show party down at Sharp Edge. We may be in some back alley in the South Side. Who knows? Um, <laughs> and of course, on the couch with us is Chachi of Chachi says dot net. He's still Darth Awesome. Hi guys. Now, we got him the epic two <laughs> camera angles this week, uh, since there's nobody else on the couch. <laughs> so, that's all he has. That's all he's got for the introduction. So, <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much. And then, on the other Skype line is John Chinchilla. I spent I spent the New Year's with him. Um, and he decided, hey, get on the show. And it, with the, probably the best looking Skype feed we've had yet. Uh, it's pretty epic over there. Sweet. Hey, how's it going? If you can't tell, uh, if you're not on video, uh, he is using a Bluetooth earpiece. <laughs> so bear with his audio tonight. So, how are you doing tonight? Eh, not too bad. How are you guys? All right. Uh, just to fill people in, since you're new to the show, uh, to the to the viewers, uh, let everybody know uh, what what you do uh, uh, regularly. To where, where you're coming from and your expertise there. Um, I work for a bank in town um, in messaging technology. Um, Pretty much looking at newer technologies to bring in. One of the things I'll probably talk about tonight is uh, we're looking at probably putting in about three thousand iPads. Mm. That's been a, that's been a big thing that we've been talking about. Uh, be a lot of people implementing stuff like that. Uh, yeah, actually, you know, why don't we go into that we, we, uh, with the iPads? Uh, uh, you know, what, what are you guys doing with them up there? Um, we're looking to do um, email calendar to do uh, basic collaboration type of stuff. And then we're also looking to do sales techniques in the branches and then also probably a little wider, giving them out to different executives mm-hmm. so that they can get on their happy plane and surf the web, I guess. <laughs> so so uh, a little bit of a, a, a glory device uh, for people on mm-hmm. the end. So. Yeah, I know, uh, I know my wife who also works at a law office says they're starting to pop up there. 
uh, a few a few of the lawyers got them for uh, Christmas. And of course, we talked. Uh, Hello. So we mentioned we mentioned uh, uh, Chachi's group. Uh, the lawyers were bringing them in there as well. So bastards. <laughs> have you have you had to service <laughs> any new iPads from Christmas this past week, Chachi? Surprisingly, no. Oh yeah. None. So it's a bigger firm. They probably already got their iPads. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. This 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 one's a lot lot smaller though. I'm thinking yeah. About. The ones that they uh, the ones that are gonna get an iPad have gotten the iPad. Okay. I see. So. So your firm's on the cutting edge. Got it. Yeah, pretty much. Fantastic. So, um, well, other than that, I mean, have you seen any uh, any have, have there been tabs popping up? Have you been considering them uh, on your end there, Jill? Um, we're looking. We had the um, Galaxy tablet, mm-hmm. and that didn't pan out so well. Um, CES, they're probably going to release a bunch of information. One of the things we were talking about earlier was. There's going to be a bunch of low-end tablets that may quasi-drag down the market. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Motorola is redoing or revamping the whole interface, so it'll be an upgrade from their flip-top pager that I carry. Yeah, and that's the um, thing. Go ahead. That's a big thing, CES, this week. Uh, we're, uh, I believe it officially starts Thursday. There's a bunch of uh, press events in the meantime. Um, I remember a year ago when everybody... Didn't know there was going to be an iPad per se. Everybody was talking about slates. They were running on God knows what at the time. Um, so everybody pretty much think there's just going to be more Android devices than we care to look at this week. Yeah. If you if you, uh, if you really want to get familiar with them, just swing by Engadget. There's currently like 500 stories on the front page about tablets. Already the, the pre-stories and everything. Yeah, there's uh, the LG Optimus, the Lenovo IdeaPad, Windows 7 Slate. Uh, there's an Asus EPad Mimo, uh, an Asus EPad Slate EP121. I could go on all night. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. I, but, but in comparison to last year, uh, we had all these tablets that we never saw. I don't, I don't think even half of them saw the light of day. Most of them were killed. Well, they said- yeah. They were saying today that um, actually Google, as soon as the iPad information was released, they went back to the drawing board and scrapped all of the existing projects. Oh, yeah. And started revamping all the hardware to go after the iPad. Oh, I believe it. I believe it. That was kind of a... Uh, it, it definitely eclipsed everything they, we saw. Like, the, the coolest thing I, I think I remember from last year's CES was uh, a laptop that had the tablet that was just the monitor for the laptop. It, it popped out and ran Ubuntu, it ran Windows when it was, it was plugged in. I mean, that, I mean, I think that was even just the concept there. I, I don't think they're even close to release as far as that goes as a, as a computer concept. And I think that's, that's the Lenovo idea pad, I think. Yeah, I think Rob you're right. Was talking about. I think you're right. Yeah. So the other, the other big thing for CES is going to be Microsoft's going to release their, their TV device to go against Apple TV and the Google. But uh, Logitech has the view, yeah. so they're going to go after that realm. So is this going to be sort of the media center uh, realized then? I am. No. I didn't read it. All I saw was that uh, Microsoft was going to release their new TV device, so I have no clue what it's going to be. Okay. Okay. And I think they start off the keynotes tomorrow. Um, I haven't looked too much at the schedule. It's. I don't know. CES is like, it should be exciting, but then... It's not, you know. CES is exciting when, like, you haven't already 
followed up and and reported on like five of them. Like it, it it dims out pretty fast when you realize first of all, everybody like there's no reason for you to like see anything instantly because the blog the blogosphere for the next month is going to be nothing but dishing out CES news and. 99% of that news, like you said earlier, will never actually see the light of day. There's maybe like one or two products that come out of CES that people actually care about. Mm-hmm. And everything else besides like, hey, look, it's a new USB hard drive. Beyond that, like everything else is is total vaporware. Yeah, and really, really the coolest thing comes out of it for me, I think, is when I, I watch uh, Mac Break and they do a bunch of little tech demos. And oh, stuff yeah, that may yeah. actually be useful. You know, and it's a little stuff that doesn't get a keynote event. Um, but uh, well, well, Rob, you're you're on the uh, the kind of the blogger beat over there at uh, at, at MacWorld. Are you are you mostly product reviews, or do you do you do a little bit of response to CES here? Uh, I'm doing uh, mostly reviews right now. They don't have me doing the uh, the CES stuff. MacWorld doesn't do a whole lot of CES coverage, mostly because they've got their own conference. They don't have to worry about it. <laughs> Actually, the two are unrelated, but they they really don't do um, much CES coverage, mostly because a lot of the Mac stuff, like nothing nothing big in Mac comes out of CES. It's mm-hmm. just little peripheral stuff that works, and and uh, you know, there's always going to be. I think the the new big TV is like a seventy inch something or other from uh, Sharp and Samsung CES posters, previews, smart TV apps, and the seventy inch Quatron LCD. <laughs> There you go. A lot of TVs. I don't, I don't think there's a wall in Rob's living room that that TV could fit on. And, uh, no, there isn't. <laughs> Honestly, I don't think there's any wall in my house that that TV could fit on. Me neither. I have a, a, a small rooms, good-sized house with small rooms. Right. So it's just it's not mounted mount it to the ceiling above your bed. Just lay there and look up. Ooh, that'd be sexy. That would be kind that's of actually be, it's, it's actually like just shy of six feet, so oh, we're, we're all over exaggerating, unfortunately. No, I don't think I'm exaggerating. Shut your mouth, Rob. Maybe down here. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> um, you could you could uh, make a floor out of it and cover it with a plate of glass. If only it was yeah. touchscreen. Could you imagine if it was touchscreen? Oh yeah! Oh, ridiculous! Biggest iPad ever. Why is it going to be an iPad? I don't know, because nothing else is half as awesome right now. True. Speaking of touchscreens, <laughs> to just to just a little, uh, a little, a little. Th- so when uh, also I haven't been able to complete sentences all day. Just so you know, I, I pulled like a six day yesterday, and my oh, brain never man. caught up. Um, but uh, yeah. So remember uh, before the last Mac announcement, some of the speculation was there will be a touchscreen iMac. Remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe we yeah, thought yeah, the yeah. air was going to be it and everything. Yeah. So part of what I was doing last night was bug testing for a kiosk with a touchscreen. I sat in front of a touchscreen for a half hour and just basically tooled around mm-hmm. and, uh, and and did bug testing to see what was up with software. And I can tell you after using that for a half hour that there will never be a desktop touchscreen device that is successful. <laughs> I couldn't feel my elbow. <laughs> Everything anybody has said is like, no, that's not going to, like, the whole minority report thing doesn't work. No. Because your hands weren't meant to be up here. Mm-hmm. Like, your 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 anatomy doesn't 
support that. So I, I'm, I'm putting my foot down as an there's, experienced user at this point. There's and saying been that. plenty of other models. I stumbled over on Newegg or Tiger Direct or something a few weeks ago and uh, ended up in a whole section of touchscreen TVs from you know, HP. Maybe Dell has one. Oh, yeah. You know, stuff like that. So they're, I mean, they're really pushing for them. And I actually saw in one person's house that has more money than they should should have to use. Um, <laughs> you know, and it's like, really, how are they using it? You know, I, I just can't see that happening, you know. They, they definitely have an application for interface stuff and, like, short usage. But as far as, like, home PC usage, mm-hmm. I still think it's completely worthless. Yeah, I, yeah. I agree. I mean, at least it has a keyboard, but... <laughs> well, even then, yeah. all the mouse stuff is done by touchscreen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you still, you're still, like Rob said, you're still up here. Yeah. You're not supposed to be up here for a while. But why don't... Go ahead, Chilla. Mount it into the desk. Mount it into the desk like you're looking down on. That'd be the way then you have it. an ergonomics problem where you're craning your neck and you ruin your spine. You know what, though? I mean, how many places have you seen where, um, uh, like, like uh, uh, secretaries and, and maybe in banks or something, uh, where you see the monitor down in the desk? What if it's a similar concept to that, that it's, like, at the right angle and everything? Like, maybe there needs to be a little bit of a, a shift in ergonomics where, like, you know, for the show, I just set up my iPad here, you know, and... and and it won't work right now. Um, and you know, <laughs> and it's at the right angle. Then I'm looking down at it, but I can, you know, it's where my keyboard is over here. You know. Mm-hmm. So what if we yeah. just this just kind of shifted? Why does the monitor have to be right in front of us? You know. Because then you're and people are going to say like, why not just get a tablet? Mm-hmm. What was that, Chuck? Yeah. I said, but then you have to think that you're relying way too much on these consumers being willing to put in the extra effort to make mm-hmm. sure that this stuff is set up right. Well, there's that, but we're talking about we're we're talking about what if an iMac does it, you know? But I mean, we, everybody's you know everybody's you know subjected to their own faults as far as ergonomics. But um, you know, when you have you know this is a this is the touchscreen media center computer desk, you know. I mean, there's a, there's a whole line of that. That could be the next trend. Like 3D was everywhere last year at CES, you know. You're, he's not. That's what he's giving me. He's not. He's not. He's not accepting this at all. I'm not buying it. Well, who no. wants to wear a pair of goggles or white Exactly. I, I'm still not buying that. Yeah, yeah, that's been, that's been flawed to begin with. And then uh, they, they actually, I was in Best Buy the other day. I've never used the TV ones uh, that they've been promoting over the last year. I stuck my, my, my head in there during, you know, Avatar, and it's like, it popped a little bit, but really it wasn't as effective as when I was in the theater at all. So I, the 3D's just flawed to begin with. Um, where it's not flawed is I picked up a nice copy of My Bloody Valentine that came with four pairs of the paper uh, red and blue uh, uh, glasses. You know, that's the way to do it. Chachi's again not accepting of this. Wow, no. Yeah. No? no? <laughs> you fail. I think we just need to drop back and do it the old school fail. way. Fail. Um, fail. But, uh, well, it, it, we actually, uh, uh, Malango and I were talking about this this morning. Uh, I think Tech News Today was talking about there's going to be they're starting to put 3D uh, in, I think they set up $300 devices and TVs from Vivio. Have you guys heard anything about this? Nope. From, from Vizio? Vizio. Yeah, I think that's the one. Yeah, the only the only thing I saw them doing was is they're, they want to give away some kind of Android tablet device that's going to be their remote. And it's going to look like an iPad, but every all the controls are going to be on that. Mm-hmm. That's one of the big things I saw from them. I didn't see anything 3D-wise. 
but yeah, I guess the word is it's going to be, you know, this this is really the way 3D is going to get out there is it's just going to be in our TVs, you know. Uh, people out there buying new TVs are, are, you know, have that as an option and, and get it anyways. Just like Netflix is everywhere. Uh, even it's come out on live, uh, the video game service is going to start popping up as a pop in these, as, as an app in these uh, Vizio TVs. That's why I just pulled up. Yeah, um, it, it, and that's that's pretty big for them. Of course, you know, on live is a service that uh, uh, instead of you having all the hardware in house, uh, they they do it in the cloud and they pretty much just stream you the video response to it. Uh, it works on Mac PCs and you can buy a little console for a hundred bucks. Um, I, that's that's perfect. I didn't I didn't know that. Well, I guess it makes sense. The TVs are basically just taking an input and uh, producing video from the internet, which are already set up with Netflix and everything. So, uh, do you guys think that'll be something for that for online to finally pick up? I've seen a lot of ads for it lately. Wait, uh, I, I I feel like it's one of those things like the Roku box that's going to be really killer for the geeks for a while, but we're not going to see it actually permeate any kind of consumer reception for like. Okay. Yeah, and I think they're like, really they're really if you look at the lineup of games, they're really pushing for the hardcore gamers. You know. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean the Roku box has been around since two thousand two and only like this year do people oh, wow. actually care about it. Yeah, they those, I didn't realize they've been around that long. Yeah. Um yeah, Vizio's doing a lot of stuff. Um Aside from that, I've seen some announcements for uh, Disney's getting into the 3D game. Uh, supposedly, they're going to have at least uh, fifth, commit to 15 titles uh, for for 2011, uh, including The Lion King in 3D. So, um, I don't know. It, it, that's going to be a lot of conversion from old titles like that. Yeah. I wonder if it'll be any good. Yeah. So... Um, Aside from that, what else has been what else has been catching your attention there, Josh? Well, uh, Viacom sold Harmonix. The rock band people, yes. yeah. So, once again, MTV is ceasing to connect with music. <laughs> oh, so now we're going to have a Jersey Shore <laughs> game instead. Uh, that's good. That's good. You know. Right. So MTV gives the finger to anything relating to music and... Harmonix goes on to make another trillion dollars. On the bright side, having the the three rock band games at least, I, I haven't seen the MTV uh, crapification uh, affected in in any of those games. So if, you wouldn't have. Well, then not necessarily because they could have uh, had a big hand in it. Maybe we're just licensing for promotion or whatever. Now, normally, you would just get the MTV logo at the beginning of the game or on the back of the. the CD case and mm-hmm. MTV would move on. Yeah, <laughs> but in most in this case it didn't because Harmonix was a chapter of MTV, so there was really no need to put their yeah. name on it because uh, everyone knew that MTV was just like this is mine. For- <laughs> this is mine. <laughs> you can't play with this. This is mine. And I then they're it. like, we're done playing with you. We're selling you. Bye-bye. That, that seems so weird. I mean, Rock Band, Rock Band's been doing good for numbers. Right. I mean, I don't think there's been a game of theirs that hasn't been in the top whatever since since they've been releasing games. Right. And it's the original people that did Guitar Hero, so and, and they're branching out. Well, they got Dance. I think they did Dance Central. Uh, they got DJ. No, DJ Hero is the other guys. Right. That's right. 
Um, they they pretty much just sold the brand to to Activision as far as that goes. Yeah, they're like, bye bye, see you later, peace, fuck out of our yard. Whoa. <laughs> Only one f bomb for show. Remember that. Um, <laughs> thank, thanks. Thanks. that out your system pre show didn't work. I so. guess not. You can't control it. No, you can't censor me. You love your rock band. You haven't got it lately, right? Yeah, I still haven't fixed the red ring yet. So, so all right. There's that. Um, Paul Allen mm-hmm. got his refile in on time to file the lawsuit against a, a humongous list of companies uh, that stole oh, right. the uh, oh. the live search results yeah. from him. What, he's so he sued like just about everybody, like Staples, uh, what Woolworths, uh, <laughs> Office Max, like it was an incredible yeah. list. Android, Here. Google, Apple, uh, Facebook, YouTube, AOL, Apple, Yahoo, Netflix, eBay, Office Depot, Office Max, and Staples. Right. Um, he had until December twenty eighth to refile the lawsuit with uh, more specific details. Yeah, or it, the U.S. government was going to throw it out because it was just a crazy broad. Right, I'm suing everybody because I'm suing everybody, and right. So now he refiled the lawsuit and has narrowed it down to just the live results, the live the live search results, and the uh, unintrusive uh, text message notifications on Android. Wow. Right. And the basis for this is? He's high. He's high. Okay. He's high. Sure. I, I think I'll be able to accept that. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, that that's what he's suing for. Incredible. Uh, let's see. Me... On a side note, I think one of the big things for 2011 is going to be bandwidth issues for everyone. Where it comes to cell phone manufacturers, Phone companies, especially Sprint, Verizon, AT&T, I think you're going to see major changes. You're going to see more in where it comes to um, tiered data plans, more expensive data plans. Mm-hmm. Um, we had we had an interesting conversation with Verizon about how they're going to restructure their business plans uh, for Blackberries. I don't know if you know they a Blackberry user that connects to a corporate Fez has to carry a, a extra $15 a month data plan, I think you're going to see where everyone's going to start having major bandwidth issues because there's just too much traffic. Mm-hmm. And yeah, as we're seeing with, uh, you know, AT&T with their iPhone problems, and, you know, I'm, I'm still wondering if Verizon's going to see the same issues. And actually, aren't, it, isn't there been issues with, uh, with Android phones since they've become more prevalent lately uh, with Verizon? Yeah, the... Uh, the I know Sprint was complaining that they put the Blockbuster app on a couple of their devices, and they were complaining that everyone was watching Blockbuster. Well, you know what? Don't put the app on the device if you don't have the bandwidth to support it. Exactly. Um, I think I think where um, the conversation they Verizon stated that seventy five percent of their data traffic comes from Facebook and YouTube. So I I just think, I think you're going to see cell phone companies either have to restructure how their data plans work or somehow get more bandwidth. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And, and, and you're seeing that you're seeing that a little bit with the net neutrality because I, I know the, the proposed 
uh, regulations have, have uh, you know, loosened things up for for uh, cable and DSL, but but they still want to be able to uh, uh, control that uh, there uh, in in the wireless zone. Um, yeah, I feel like uh, the the uh, wired uh, connections are going to lose a bit of their uh, a bit of their sensitivity to bandwidth and that kind of thing, and, and maybe loosen up on caps a little bit, and all the wireless stuff is going to get clamped down really hard. Um, especially as these companies uh, roll out stuff like LTE and quote unquote 4G and a bunch of whole new systems that haven't really seen any any like massive massive countrywide rollout. So it's it's going to be an interesting year of, of uh, technology going wrong as people overuse it. <laughs> they're, they're, to really simplify the whole. They're situation. saying LTE. They're saying LTE. You can burn through your two gig cap in an hour. Yeah, I believe it. Oh yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Uh, one of the other things to that, and I, have you guys heard anything of this? I, I think it was, uh, uh, the guy, Paul Thrott over at Windows Weekly, uh, Windows Super Site. Uh, he, he's been following a story about the Windows phones, uh, uploading a random 50 megabytes a day, uh, on, on their phones that nobody knows where it's going, where it's coming from. Uh, and, and some people getting really close to their two gigabyte cap for the day. Like, I guess it's a bug just on the Windows phones, but then you got stuff like that. You know, what if, what if something comes up with Android? Like, hey, what I what I say the last episode? People are gonna start being afraid of their phones, especially when they start get overspeeds on data from uh, from their Windows phone. There's also been a lot of uh, side issues as well about uh, iPhone and Android apps. Just, I mean, like you down an app, you download an app and you expect it to use it for one thing, and then there's all the the privacy leaks of data being spit out otherwise and so it's like a combination of of data that you want that's using your cap and data that you don't really want to share that's using your cap too mm-hmm. I kind of wonder if they'll have an effect on each other <laughs> from the chat room Chachi's in there saying and here comes Rob with the facts <laughs> facts <laughs> <laughs> I'm in there making well, I think it's re- go ahead Chilla Verizon Verizon's charging. I think it's it's your what your your two gig your two gig on your MiFi is sixty bucks a month, and then each additional gig is ten or twenty dollars a month. I mean, you can get a and you you hear about kids that have their five hundred dollar X bill. You're gonna get a three thousand dollar data bill. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, it, I I know for me, uh, I I got the little you know five point MiFi, uh, and it's costing us thirty or thirty five for three gigabytes a month. And that's, you know, okay. something, something I can hook a computer up to. Like, we talked about, like, well, we could stream a show using the thing if there's no Wi-Fi at a point. It was like, eh, yeah. And, 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 yeah, it's going to be $10 every gigabyte after that. So, you know, I accidentally forget. I leave that thing on and my laptop's hooked up to it. I just started to watch uh, some HD uh, Netflix. One probably won't go HD at that bandwidth over 3G. Right. But, um, but yeah, I could, I could kill that real quick and cost a lot of money. So and I think you're I think okay. you're gonna, I think you're going to see a lot of that. These people saying, "Oh, my I have internet anyways, three gigabytes." That's a lot of stuff. And they're going to do you know what they're doing on their FiOS and find out real quick how that's wrong. Yeah, there's a, there's a small company. I'm guessing it's based off a of Sprint. It's mm-hmm. called Clear. I don't know if you've seen them in the mall. I get I they get sell, mail from them all the time. I just got a letter from them today yeah. trying to get their service. Yeah, they're. I actually the bought their their MiFi. It's twenty five bucks a month, mm-hmm. and it's un, it's unlimited data. 
Uh, Cricket's been doing some crazy stuff. I was actually in a in a Walmart up in Cranberry, north of the city here. Um, and let me see if I can find it. But they were selling just a little, you know, USB dongle for for their 3G, uh, thirty bucks a month. Um, I think it said unlimited or maybe it was three gigabytes. But yeah, I mean, you're putting that like right in right in the middle of Walmart next to you know the track phones and all that stuff. You know, mm-hmm. uh, people are going to pick that up that don't understand gigabytes, guys. You know, and, and there's just going to be uh, hopefully it cut, since it's a prepay system with with Cricket, hopefully it, you know cuts them off or something. But you know, when they go home again, you know, college I, I like the clear I'd look at, and I was like, this this would be perfect for the college student who's moved from dorm to dorm, doesn't have you know internet on campus. I know there's a couple of those I've heard of lately, uh, which I, I can't believe campus is not having internet in this day and age, right? Um, yeah. But, well, I actually got a Cricket device because I actually lost power in my old apartment for three days, and I couldn't go without internet. There you go. So exactly. I figured, why not go down to go, not why not go down to Cricket and buy a disposable internet? And the um, USB device was free. It was twenty at the time. It was twenty bucks a month, mm-hmm. so I paid twenty dollars for three days of internet. But um, the and I talked to the lady, and she goes, "Well, it's not real." Unlimited. What she told me was, your first two gig is no problems, and then what they actually do is they limit your your bandwidth mm-hmm. after that. So you probably, she said, you'd probably literally be at a fifty six k connection. So they throttle you, so you're not completely without it. So th- yeah, that's interesting. I, yeah, well, it's just like the old iPhone plan. I know I'm still grandfathered into mine. That was always pegged as unlimited, but really after fifty gigabytes, they're going to start pegging you. Or, 55 mm-hmm. gigabytes. Sorry. You all right over there? Yeah. I'm good. What up? <laughs> he's stroking out. I, I don't know. He's. I, I was playing with a tripod. Yeah. We're good. There's a lot of equipment over there right. still. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's. Everything's becoming more, you know, more available to everybody, but I don't think there's much of the education happening, you know, for, for how much it's going to cost them in the end. So. Um, and we, we talked about before the Android device is popping up on even cricket just popped up on their front page there for me. So, um, yeah, I think that's going to continue. I think we're going to see more devices. We're going to see more dumbed down devices that aren't going to play angry birds. You know, uh, Android's going to keep going as far as that goes. Um, and, and really nix out that, that Blackberry market and we'll see plenty of them. We'll be sick of Android after this week with CES, I'm sure. Right. So. And uh, another thing, uh, speaking of Verizon, that was leaked uh, earlier today, I think, they've changed their upgrade policy. That was my uh, story. To... What was that? I said, that was my story. Ah, <coughs> oh, too bad. I had it up uh, and ready to go, waiting for Chilla to stop talking, and you're like, bam, <laughs> Verizon's doing this. So they're uh, they're nixing early upgrades and uh, new every two program. Uh, they're uh, verbiage is uh, annual upgrade customers on two-year contracts will no longer be able to upgrade in months 13 to 20 of their 24-month contract as a standard policy. So that's no like going in for an early upgrade and getting any kind of discount on it. Uh, and the new every two customers will no longer be enrolled in new every two at the time of activation slash upgrade after January 16th. So what does that mean? Does that mean? Does that mean we're nixing this so everybody doesn't jump on the iPhone when they announce it later this week? That's what I would think. 
It, it, it seems like it. I'm sure. I'm sure the Wall Street Journal's already reported that um, as fact, right? Because it's been fact that right. it's coming. It's been right. fact. It's on the front page, you know. And that's why everybody asked me. Oh, I heard the iPhone works coming to Verizon. I'm going to hold out for that. I was like, Yeah, hold your breath on that one, buddy. Keep waiting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Keep waiting. You know. Um, it, ugh, oof. Uh, please, I hope it does come out this week so we can stop hearing about it. Right. You know. Right. Yeah, that'd be nice. It'll give people one less thing to talk about every week. Since since you had the story picked, did you have anything more to add to this? No. No? No, I was just trying to generate things to talk about. Oh, okay, right. good. Thank you for your uh-huh. almost contribution. Right. Speaking of annoying topics, <laughs> uh, do we actually think the white iPhone is ever going to happen? No. The white what now? The white iPhone. Who cares? <laughs> it's about right. There's still people out there who care a lot. Not me, but there are people. <laughs> well, I, I want to see a person that owns an iPhone that doesn't have a color case over the top of it, even if it's just the black yeah. one. That I mean, if you want an if you want a white iPhone, just like that, buy it in case. No like case. what? Is that one? Like, like like this? No case. Like that. <laughs> oh, it, there's Not no even case a there. I I couldn't tell past the Not even a bumper. Not anything. <laughs> so so you're living brave, man. You're now. How is it doing for scratches? I don't have a single scratch. Um, I do have, where is it? I, I have a slight scuff on uh, the plastic. It didn't hit the metal rim. It hit the plastic. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like a band of plastic that's around the glass. It's in between the uh, the metal and the glass. And that was because I was chasing after my cat, and it uh, slipped out of my hoodie pocket and hit the floor. But otherwise, nice drop. Uh, not a scratch on it. No no complaints whatsoever. Uh I mean, I'm I'm a big. I mean, I'm in just. I'm, that's that whole whole sentence thing <laughs> kicking in. Um, I'm an industrial designer, and as an industrial designer, like this is a very beautiful device, and I do not put a, anything <laughs> on it. Also, because it doesn't really need it. I mean, it's unless you're super clumsy, then mm-hmm. you absolutely need something. Um, yeah, but as we um, discussed many moons ago, antenna gate was mostly just sensationalism, and. Uh, you know, it's pretty solid as it is. I got a nice little crack in my 3GS here. I, I'm imagine oh. I don't. I don't think it's from a drop per se, but uh, I, I know when I had the uh, the original Edge phone uh, that I got secondhand, which had plenty of scuffs on it to begin with. Uh, but I know I dropped that straight on concrete a couple of times down at the Penn celebration that one time. Uh, you know, it, it, yeah, it, I, I need a case. I'm I'm one of those guys. You know, I've already, <laughs> I've already dropped my iPad once, like a week after I had it. Uh, it's, it, you, that's why I have this big thing on it. Um, but, and, and I like that it has a handle, you know, and everything. I keep receipts in. Um, wow. Yeah, I have <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I keep my stuff in it. Um, anyways, uh, yeah, it, it's, uh, you're, 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 it's rare. It's, it's rare that, that, that somebody doesn't have the case. I know my brother has a really small case on his. But um, I don't know. What about the glass gate? I guess you don't have to worry about that since you don't have a case. The the what? The glass gate where like something was getting in the cases and, and cracking the gorilla glass underneath. Oh, oh yeah yeah yeah. I don't have to worry about that because there's nothing between the glass and the outside world. The only sort of case I use uh, is when I'm at work because uh, there's a lot of particulates floating around in the air. As I have a Ziploc bag mm-hmm. that is exactly the same size as my iPhone. So that keeps like dust and stuff out of it. 
while it's at work because that destroyed my 3GS. But otherwise, like as soon as I leave work, it comes out of the bag. Yeah, I remember you had a lot of problems. You told me about issues with your uh, your your button. Uh, oh yeah, my home like button. It was it was notorious on the the 3G and the 3GS. I don't know if it's a problem with the four, but just the way they seal up the button. Uh, you might not know it, but there's like a pound of lint in there, mm-hmm. and, uh, and that can really mess up the button. And the home, the the dock connector gets gets garbled pretty easily. Pro tip: if you ever need to clean out your dock connector, dollar bill and fold it up, and then just rub it between the uh, the connector inside there. It does a pretty good job because it's a linen, not a paper. <laughs> I, I know Chachi. Chachi lets his phone go bare. Yeah, yeah, you're all good. It's naked. It's naked. You know, Naked. nice G one. You're the classic one. You're, that, 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 you're you're old school over there. I like it. Old uh, one point six and everything. Um, so Chilla sent me a link. Yeah, to talk about since Rob stole mine. Yeah, well, cry about it, you big baby. Hey, you know what? Yeah. Right there, buddy. Yeah. Right there, buddy. Thank you for censoring right yourself. Right there, buddy. There. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I can't see what you're doing. Why are you holding up your fist? Um, apparently, Best Buy is going to start giving you money for old electronics. Really? Oh, yeah. You know, I noticed real. they have a lot of recycling bins for everything from, like, game controllers to who knows what else. And by money, I, they mean gifts or gift cards. Of course. For Best Buy. Yeah, sure. Right. Sure. Right. Um, and what, what killed me... Uh, oh, go ahead, Chachi. So, it says that... Uh, Best Buy, the buyback program will give people up to 50% of the original purchase for used gear. And by that, they mean within six months. And then it drops every six months to the point where by the time something is two or three years old, they're only getting 10 or 20%. So you should really just go to Gazelle? Is that what I'm getting out of this? Right. Well, you know, but the point is, like, okay, Gazelle, anybody can go to Gazelle. You know, we've heard of Gazelle because we listen to these tech podcasts and everything like that. The general person hasn't heard of Gazelle. The the general person, uh, the only place they know to buy electronics is the Best Buy, you know, if yeah, that's they have true. One. I feel, This you is, know, like, another it, example of, like, trading games at GameStop and where they you trade in a $40 game and they give you, like, $5 and then they sell it for 20 bucks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, there are much better ways See, to get that... money for these games, but if you don't know any better, that's all you got. What's that, Chilla? When I, think, I think when you look at, like, the Best Buy sales model, you're going to see, okay, people are going to think, okay, now I can buy this 70-inch TV. I can return it in six months for the next biggest TV. I get 50% of my money back. I'm going to buy something yeah. new. And you know that kind of stuff. Best Buy is going to resell. Yeah. So you're just, they're just making money hand over fist based on, okay, well, we're going to give you some of your money back, but then we're going to remake the profit margin again on the new device. I think it's just a huge so, pyramid money-making scheme. So so they're they're counting on people attempting to game the system. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see that. I mean... And they're, and, and Go ahead. They're going to make the dollar off of it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, and, and that's the only reason any of these guys do, are, you know, you hear everybody from, like, Target to Best Buy doing uh, used video game sales now because they see how much money GameStop's making. It's a really bad time for them to be experimenting with it since everybody from, uh, 
EA to, you know, Steam and everybody's uh, kind of pulling out of the, the, the physical video game uh, scheme here. Uh, but, you know, I, I, I don't know. It, it, it's really sketchy, you know. It, it, I've never seen the prices really, really even out either as far as it goes for them. Yeah. So, uh, but that's going to be different probably than this system. Now, you say this is a recycling program or a return system or, or how, how is this being promoted? I think that's being promoted as a uh, as kind of a return program, but uh, within like the I same week the they started this, I'm pretty sure they they've rolled out a full electronics recycling program, which is which is pretty like the only good thing I've seen out of Best Buy in I don't know a decade. Yeah, I I can't even keep up with what all they have there. I passed that bin the other day and was like, wow, I have a bunch of old stuff down here. I don't want to just toss out, you know, because I'm trying to be a little more conscious about that. Um, mm-hmm. and I don't think even, even, you know, here in the city of Pittsburgh, I know they have the, uh, the single stream operation, but they don't, they don't cover uh, electronics like that. Um, so uh, well actually, uh, construction junction recently, you've mentioned, cause yes. they used to work with, um, uh, I forget what it's called. There's a local green recycling company that you can pay to take any of your electronics, Oh, but they just, uh, took a giant donation from, uh, Panasonic or something like that. That made all electronic donation, all electronic recycling donations free. So if you live in the city of Pittsburgh and you want to get rid of some electronics, uh, talk to Construction Junction. They will be happy to take them. I'll see if I can look that up here uh, on the on the Google. Um, Fantastic, yeah. Uh, Because I I know like Best Buy, like I've gone in there old. When Myers stopped working here, of course, you know, I use a lot of kind of used parts in here to keep the studio going. Uh, but once these guys these guys go, you know, I go in there and it was, I think they're down to $10 now. But it used to be $30 a pop to bring in a monitor. They give you it back as a as a gift card, you know, for Best Buy. Uh, but usually if I need to go pick up a hard drive or some other equipment that I know they have there, I'll go ahead and do it anyways. And I know it's going the right place. They'll take towers. They won't take cards. Uh, I think I was telling you guys this the other night. They won't take like modems or anything like that. So if you know, they might end up with a tower for me with like six modems, um, <laughs> you know, fifty-six k if that. Uh, and I'm sure I'm sure the person that takes that apart is gonna be really entertained by that. They, they, oh, and they seem thrilled when I bring in two cars worth of stuff too. Um, <laughs> but uh, but really, I don't think too many people take advantage of this. You know, I just tossed a uh, a link in the um in the chat room for the construction junction thing. Excellent, excellent. So, on Gazelle... On Gazelle? Uh, Did you look up your phone? Yeah, let me redo it. Let me bring it back up. I had a For anybody who isn't familiar with Gazelle, the way it works is uh, you go to gazelle.com, and uh, <clears throat> uh, and then you uh, you they, they ask you what device you have, uh, they ask you what condition it's in, uh, whether or not you have all the cables and adapters and stuff, and then they give you uh, an estimate of how much it's worth. And if you... They'll, send you a box for free then you put your thing in the box you send it back to them and uh and if it is the in the condition that you said it was in they can send you a check they can give you an amazon gift card whatever you want um if it is in less condition they'll make it for it and you also have the option to send something to them and just tell them recycle it. so if i spend five bucks to replace the back cover on my g1 Gazelle will give me sixty bucks for the G one. Hey, good. If I if I don't replace the back cover, they'll give me fifty two. And if you brought that to Best Buy, it'd be worth like five dollars. Right. Yeah. 
There you go. I think you just cut in a little bit of your uh, phone upgrade price there. Yeah. Now, uh, Radio Shack had a system like this uh, a, a few months ago, didn't they? Because they were taking old iPhones towards a purchase of a new iPhone. Right. Oh, yeah. They made it so if you had, uh, I forget what it was. It might have been a 3GS, I think. If you turned in a 3GS, you could get an iPhone 4 for 25 bucks. Mm-hmm. But that was just a, uh, I think that was a short term, like just that day or something like that. Well, now can you can you buy from them or it's just a for sale site? Gazelle is only for sale. They they resell the electronics through other channels. Amazon. Is it through Amazon? I don't know. <laughs> I was just guessing. It probably it probably is Amazon. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and I know, uh, and, and the stuff they take uh, if. Like I know, I have a few old uh, uh, flip phones. If I if I wanted to get rid of them, they'll take stuff like that, and I guess they have responsible recycling. You know, they don't offshore it or anything like that. So look, yeah, we're doing a good everything, uh, everything is on the shores of the USA. Mm-hmm. They don't do anything overseas. No child labor, anything like that. And, and they work with a whole list of very responsible recycling companies. Yeah, and I know that was a concern because uh, I do some work for an environmental. Uh, a group here in Pittsburgh, and uh, I had brought up Gazelle because they had a lot of old equipment that they, they got, you know, when they started doing the podcasting thing a few years ago, that's been far outdated. And I was like, well, why don't you put out the Gazelle? And they're like, well, I gotta make sure they're, you know, actually, actually green recycling and responsible and all that stuff. So, hey, there's some very official stuff looking, uh, uh badges down at the bottom of their site. So I, that sold it for me. Uh, <laughs> chill, go ahead, go ahead and, uh, uh, share that, which we just put in the chat room there. Oh, I can, I actually was, I have an old, um, iPhone 3G and it's actually funny. I, I dropped, I dropped it and took it into the Apple store and they gave me a brand new one. And then a month later, I got the 3GS. So I actually have a 3G in, in pretty much pristine condition. Mm-hmm. Um, and I ran through without the cables and adapters or anything just for the phone itself. I can get a hundred bucks, which is amazing because you can get. Is, what what a three G? I agree, it's amazing. A three G or a three GS, you can get refurbished from AT and T now. I saw last week twenty bucks, right. like for an eight gigabyte, and then you can probably get almost a hundred bucks back if you went around, turned around on Gazelle. That's got to be people gaming this. Well, I, I put my PS two through through <laughs> Gazelle, old school, not slim or anything. Right, old, okay, original okay. series PS two, and Gazelle offered me twenty bucks. <laughs> That's it. That's probably more than you get from GameStop. Right. I mean, how much are they probably Ga- selling for thirty? Aren't they? Right. GameStop wouldn't even take it. Oh yeah, at this yeah. point. We, a buddy of mine at work, um, his son wanted the PS3. They took their PS2, um, forty games, the guitar from Guitar Hero, and a bunch of other junk, multiple controllers. <laughs> they took it into GameStop. Give you forty bucks for everything, so that's less than a dollar a game and nothing for the system oh, yeah. controllers and whatnot. Right. So, I, I see the guy go in there with uh, six games. I think they offer him about fifteen bucks for the whole lot. There's a bunch of sports like Madden or something was in there. I thought he was going to punch the clerk when he told him how much they were worth. He was like, "Are you kidding me? <laughs> Are you freaking kidding?" He said more than that, but Chachi already used up our F word for this episode. I'm sorry. Um, so, like, hey, I could have illustrated a point there. Hey, you know what? You know? Hey, hey. Bleep hey, my buddy. bleeping bleep bleeper. I, I got you. I got you. Whoa. Man. 
Um, another story. I'm dropping uh, some hard bleeps. Yeah, you here. are dropping some hard bleeps. Uh, we got this in the rundown over on delicious.com slash awesomecast where we like to put a lot of our stories over there. Uh, but M- mayor of Newark, New Jersey starts Twitter blizzard cleanup snowpocalypse revolution. Why is that so hard to say? Uh, of course, while we're on break, you know, uh, uh, New York City and, and surrounding areas, the whole East Coast got slammed. Uh, I know my sister-in-law got stuck here. The mega bus wouldn't run, wouldn't give her, a, a, you know, from, from day after Christmas until Friday. Uh, Amtrak. If the train won't run, there's a problem, you know. Yeah. Um, that That's that's pretty rough. But uh, here it is. Uh, there's a little uh, New York, New Jersey's popular mayor, uh, Newark, of all places. Newark. We've been through there. Remember the smell? Yeah. Yeah. Bad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> ah, the good old home stomping. Oh, boy. Hey, that's your stomping grounds. Sorry, Rob. It smells. Yeah. Newark, Newark is a terrible place. You have to go to, <laughs> through Newark to get to uh, most concert venues. Anywhere and, good. Uh, um, you, uh, roll up your windows and lock the doors, kids. You're not stopping at any red lights tonight. <laughs> <laughs> no way. No way. I had a bus stop down there. That was rough. Um... Uh, as, okay, they're using Twitter to uh, to help with the cleanup. Uh, of course, this is from about a week ago, uh, posted on the 29th of December. Um, uh, while the phone lines over the tri-state area remained a joke, try calling the airline or, or public hotline here, according to uh, Engadget. Uh, Twitter was presented... Uh, tell me what it is. Uh, it, apparently, he it, it was uh, uh, reaching out to, to give everybody a heads up on, on uh, 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 you know, what streets need plowed. You know, via Twitter. Got to get those kids yeah. to school. Yeah, get, got to uh-huh. get those Newark kids to school, you know. Well, no, because it was on Christmas vacation. <laughs> Nobody's going anywhere. I'm going to I'm gonna get a little hyper-local. Did any of you guys get the flyer from uh, Mr. Lukey Ravenstall? I yes. did. I did. The evacu- the, ki- or the emergency Yeah, the contingency evacuation emergency plan I screwed up last winter, and I'm really sorry. Please don't get kick me out of office. Was well, there anything interesting out? I mean, we had basically all of us got this pamphlet with a giant fold-out map. Now I'm a fan which of is maps, wrong. Which is wrong? Yes. Yeah. Uh, one of the streets in my neighborhood is completely misla- mislabeled. Oh, nobody's and gonna in go the wrong spot. Nobody's gonna go up and check your neighborhood. You're in the you're in the ghetto, man. Right there. Nobody cares about your neighborhood. No, nobody Come on. Can, nobody's you're 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 screwed up there. Nobody goes up the hill. Your train will not run. Do you get an emergency route up there even? Yeah. Really? Yeah. It'll be the last one. It'll be the last <laughs> well, one out next year. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Two emergency routes. Fantastic. Mine's like a block away. <laughs> so is mine. Oh, there yeah. you go. There you go. Uh, so, yeah, that was fun. This has absolutely nothing to do with social media, does it? No, it's no. not. But it's about <laughs> Pittsburgh, so it's important. Okay. That's what the guy yeah. gets for being a, a mean, mean douche. Yeah. <laughs> to catch to catch up all you all you non locals, our our mayor is a uh, how old is he? Uh, twenty eight. Twenty eight. So he's like the the youngest mayor of anything ever, or whatever. And uh, he's done a bang he, up uh, job. Uh, what was that? He's done a, a bang up job there. A bang up job of bang uh, up job of uh, getting getting things done, or whatever the heck his tagline is, and buying ten thousand dollar trash cans. Um, but last winter we got pummeled and none of the streets got cleared for like two weeks. So this year he made, he gave us a map that said, I promise I'm not going to do that again. (laughs) He was born, uh, February 6th in 1980. So he is currently 30. 
a year older oh, than wow. I am. So he's like a full blown adult at this point. Yeah, he's 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 in his grown up pants now. Um, right. Fantastic. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. He he got a second hand after uh, after uh, uh, the elected mayor uh, uh, passed away uh, shortly after being elected. So it was real unfortunate yeah. as far as that goes. But but hey, there's a picture of him because we're getting the AFL. Yay. Norm, arena, arena football. Norm wants you to talk about the new PodCamp website. There's a new PodCamp website, <laughs> <laughs> and that's all we have to say about that. And it's on Squarespace. It is on Squarespace. That's kind of a people big were one. really excited that we moved that over to Squarespace today. Yeah. Um, I, no. Of course, we're not we're not done with that. I didn't um, even notice. You didn't even notice. I didn't go. Honestly, you just no idea. Mm. Um. So. Sorry. So yeah, What's I, the, it's not pit, podcamppittsburgh.com dot com or what? Well, you go to podcamppittsburgh.com dot and and if the script works, it should forward you right over there. Um, it doesn't work all the time, I noticed, so I'm going to work on that as well. Uh, but yeah, I've been tinkering with it and just just kind of wanted to do a pretty simple thing, clean it up, put uh, take podcamp Pittsburgh five off of it. Um, since we've been promoting like the promoting like the evening with podcamps and everything, um, and it was they're right, it's pretty damn easy. Over a Squarespace, and uh, I'm considering moving. I can't, some... I can't get there. What's that? I said I can't get there. If uh, I go to podcamppittsburgh.com. It's the Podcamp Pittsburgh Five site. Yeah, uh, it, for some reason, and this is one of the reasons we 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 were moving because we were having some problems with WordPress where it wouldn't refresh certain stuff. Like for the last uh, couple months, uh, well, since November 16th, it pops up the last evening with Podcamp page, and it doesn't show any new posts sometimes. But if you go to any other page, it should forward you over to the Squarespace site. Uh, but if you want to check that out, it's uh, podcamppittsburgh.squarespace.com and totally swatch over the .com. Uh, I just wanted to make sure I got everything off of the old site before we did that uh, completely. Um, but, yeah, I've been pretty happy with it so far. Um, even I, I know uh, a wife, Missy, a wife of the show, was messing with it last night and said it's really easy to update. She was editing pages. You know, we have a nice little history section we were working on for podcasts. It's been going for over five years now. Um, I guess I can show you people, um, here real quick. So, uh, and that's, ah. all, that's all I have to say on that. Oh, it looks like he, he found it. Yeah. <laughs> while we're, uh, while we're talking about PodCamp, we should probably mention the, uh, the next evening with PodCamp Pittsburgh on January 13th. Yeah, go for that, Rob, while I bring it up. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, it will be at the Art Institute of Pittsburgh, uh, same place we had PodCamp. With uh, Kelly Mates, Mais, I'm, I'm throwing that out there. Uh, let's see. Uh, Norm is our host again. She, what does she do? Ah, ranked number one on Amazon, number one in Google for female rapper. And she was recently named to Pittsburgh Magazine's 40 Under 40 list and boasts a unique perspective. Uh, so if you're interested in that, uh, on podcast Pittsburgh. <laughs> com or podcampittsburgh.squarespace.com if you want to save yourself a, a minute of forwarding. Uh, and that is scheduled for 6.30 and start at 7 and wrap up at stabilizing at 8. So, maybe we'll favor some information you know, to expect. you hear that? Yeah, I hear that. Okay. Hey, I think that's my fault. Okay. Sorry. Um, but yeah, all that information over at podcamppittsburgh.com, podcamppittsburgh.squarespace.com. That should, uh, we should be getting that swapped over here in the next couple of days. Um, but I wanted to get that, that, that over there. So all of our new posts were going there. Um, and, uh, and, and we're taking requests. If there's anything podcamp that you want added to it, just go ahead and contact us over there on, uh, 
handy contact us page. Um, and we'll we'll see what we can do with it. We're learning Squarespace. So, mm-hmm. and really, I like that because I mentioned that I was converting this and and uh, maybe another site site or two over to Squarespace from WordPress. Um, as kind of you know, the, doing the whole content creation thing, I'm kind of tired of having to tinker with stuff. You know, WordPress is great. WordPress is fantastic. Nice free solution. You get cheap hosting. Toss it on there. Uh, I know. I know. Well, touch you're at the dot com, aren't you? Well, um, yeah. That never mind. You're you're on the WordPress dot com. But I'm kind of like I'm tired of having to tinker and, and and really have to get into it if I want to do a theme. And it really is like for the designer in me that just doesn't want to code. Not that I can't. Uh, it's nice. Like you click on something, it shows up all the CSS uh, attributes and everything. Like I clicked on the border and found all the all the attributes for it. You know, it was it was really nice as as far as that goes. And I know Rob, you've been you've been working on some CSS to implement uh, for something a little more custom. Yeah, yeah, just tinkering around with it, and eventually, sometime maybe, uh, we'll we'll make it look. Uh, certainly, before the next pod camp, we'll uh, we'll we'll spruce things up a bit and, and get yeah. our our whole brand experience out there to throw out some exactly. awesome words. Exactly. Yeah, we have, we've had the same website for it's like pod camp three, so yeah, uh, yeah it, it really was time for an upgrade. We could do it. Do it. <laughs> it was time to switch things up, and there's a quick link to to. Uh, you know the, the 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 flicker and everything, so it's it's pretty cool as far as that goes. Uh, actually, I, I think the next step is going to be moving uh, uh, these productions over to it. Uh, so we're going to be messing with that over the next few weeks. So uh, any tips or tricks if you're a Squarespace user? I know there's a couple people out there that are responding to me today. Um, but and oh, uh, there was a question about uh, were you able to just import export? Uh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah I had, I, it was pretty easy after I figured out kind of how they worked it, because um, it just dumps all the posts into one page, and I have to make sure it's the page I want. Um, so as far as that goes, uh, I know so uh, uh, Norman uh, Beth in the chat are mentioning Bird Baby said she's been having problems with the comments. I don't know the the, the problems with that uh, just yet. I, I don't know if there's spam issues or what, but um, I don't know. They really push themselves on on not you know not having to worry about getting slammed with DOSs and everything, so I, I'd imagine they have spam taken care of too. But uh, we'll we'll have to see. We'll see as that comes, you know, because we definitely get enough people come to the podcast Pittsburgh dot com uh, that if if that's an issue, you know, I know we saw a few through the WordPress that we had to mix, um, but that you know wasn't a problem there. So I don't know. So that that's the update on podcast. So um, yeah. oh, go ahead. Yep, that- that's it. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. Um, <laughs> I guess on that note, uh, no, yo, oh, no. you got something. You got another story? Yes. Okay. And it, I have to cover this. Okay. Because I saw it in the delicious, and it has to be said. It, I posted it in the chat room, but apparently in China they made a real life Angry Birds, uh, game mm-hmm. with a uh, full size slingshot, and basically you fling stuffed birds at stuffed pigs. And knock them over. One sec, I'll bring a picture up for our video people. But, but it, it's kind of like a, it's basically a carnival game, and it's amazing. Just a little glimpse at it there. Yeah, it's it's got the pigs lined up. It's a uh, big slingshot. It, it it this needs to come to America. Right, right here. Yeah, you can kind of recreate this because they have the stuffed animals on their website. 
I was so close to getting one for Christmas uh, for somebody for Christmas. Yeah, so close, and that thing would just get tossed everywhere, right? Right. So and that's one of those toys where if you get, you're just throwing it around. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, you and can... then it sits on your desk, and then it gets dusty. <laughs> then you throw it and get all the dust off again. Right. Yeah. I, I have a tux penguin. Uh, I love my tux penguin, and he's fantastic to bring out and show people how much of a nerd I am. But to be honest, he's he's really just a dust. <laughs> Fantastic! Wow, Tux Penguin. Do they even uh, use that anymore? As a, I, mean, I can't remember the last time I've seen the Penguin. Well, anything that's that's true Linux. Uh, oh, the true Linux. The true Linux, just bare bones Linux. You're used to seeing Mistros. Oh, I got you. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen that for ages. So yeah, I hear you. Um, excellent. Uh, well, I guess the big thing next week we're going to be uh, we'll, we should be live here at the same time. But not here. Uh, we will be over at uh, the Sharp Edge down downtown Pittsburgh on uh, Penn Avenue, doing the five year anniversary for the Wrestling Mayhem show. So uh, that should be a good time in front of an audience again, uh, like we were back at Pod Camp Pittsburgh. I'm excited for it. Yeah. Is Chachi excited for it? I'm excited for it. Should be fun. Excellent. Excellent. Um, so. And I'm curious, I think we're going to be talking a little bit about longevity and podcasting, so that's pretty much is the theme of the night, like one is one that has lasted this long, you know, um, and, and they're not owned by somebody that used to be on TV. Um, so I, I'm kind of curious, you know, this is a chance for everybody to uh, interact maybe a little bit. Hit us up, what do you listen to that's been around for a while? You know, I know for me, I, I realize a lot of times it's, it's like kind of the bigger network stuff uh, or, or local friends or... Uh, uh, you know, guys there have radio shows that just happen to podcast them. I've been around for like 10 or 11 years, you know. Uh, so so let us know. What are you listening to otherwise podcasting and how long has it been? And what, you know, uh, you know what's what's kind of the key to them sticking around, you know. Uh, we kind of had this discussion at PodCamp on some panels, too. And I think it'll be interesting to have it uh, in person there. And, you know, we'll talk about whatever comes up. What I'm sure we'll be talking about if there's anything lame or not from CES this week. Um We'll probably know that there won't be an iPhone on, on Verizon, so we'll, we'll have that there. Um, go check it out. Uh, we have the information over at sorgatronmedia.com. Um, yeah, and join us there. Join us online, and uh, we're, we'll have a good time with that. So uh, let's go around the horn. Chachi, anything you want to talk about, uh, put out there before we get out? Nope. Nope, you're good? I'm good. Not even promote your show from this week? No, I'm good. And that, no, nothing? No, I'm good. Nothing. Don't go to ChachiSays.net and check out the latest episode. Not really. No. No. Okay. I mean, they're not going to anyhow. Don't. They're not going to anyhow. Yeah. No. Don't go to ChachiSays. Don't says. go to ChachiSays.blip.tv and check out the latest episode where Chachi didn't uh, jump into the river. Right. All false. Okay. This is all just a big rumor. Never happened. Don't go to ChachiSays.net. Don't watch the videos. This is messing with my head, man. Uh, <laughs> Sheila, what's up with you that you want to throw out there before I let you go? Yeah, I don't know anything. Thanks. <laughs> Check them out <laughs> at Sheila at least <laughs> over there. Uh, <laughs> fantastic. We just don't uh, care. <laughs> thank you, Chill, for being on. It's been great. Uh, you, you had some great insight there to help us out. Because uh, it's been a little slow getting back here after the after the break, it seems. And it was awesome hanging out. Hopefully I can come back sometime. Excellent. And Rob De La Creta. Anything coming up with you you want yeah. to put out there? Rob De La Creta. 
the creator. The creator. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't really have anything going on. I'm kind of disappointed I didn't make it to the uh, to the to the manjo. I was disappointed as well because I figured I, it wasn't a new year without you telling us how absolutely insane we were for jumping into the mon on New Year's Day, which we didn't do and didn't do an episode of Chachi Says on. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because I uh, what happened? Oh, I ended up uh, waking up a little bit late, and uh, and then when we got down there, they weren't letting anybody to the right hand side where there was parking. Yeah. And uh, and and then I just did like two laps around the parking lot and left. It's amazing how much of a cluster it was for being what seemed to be less people than last year. Did it really seem like less people? I couldn't. I there couldn't was less tell. in it our was group. Also really warm too. It wasn't. It was there. Was there wasn't as many people uh, uh, in our group? It didn't seem like we were pushed as far down the river. Uh, the problem was that everybody stood under the bridge because it was raining, which is uh, really ironic since half of them are jumping in the river. So you wouldn't want to get wet or anything. We don't want to get wet or anything. <laughs> I mean, come on, you know. I mean, I looked at the footage; my hair looked like it already jumped in. Um, but yeah, it, it was great. The only, I think, the only thing was, uh, uh, there was definitely ice on the river the day before up by the locks. So yeah, it was it was kind of rough as far as that goes. But we learned our lessons. I came out with minimal uh, scrapes and everything. Josh, you didn't come up with any uh, extra appendages or anything. I came uh, up with no cuts. Mm-hmm. No bruises, mm-hmm. no extra body parts, and no new superpowers. No new superpowers. Maybe next year. Yes, what I'm hoping. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, Uncle Crappy Doc on, yeah, who's been on the show. Uh, go, go there. He's got a bunch of pictures by Berg Baby and uh, some videos and stuff on there as well. So, so please, please go check that out. Um, well, I guess that's it, guys. Uh, Sorgatron.com. I've been doing some blogging. Uh, throwing some shout outs to people. Uh, keep an eye over at sorgatronmedia.com. We have some stuff coming up, information about what's going on next week, uh, guests coming up, everything like that. Uh, please, of course, drop us a line, contact at awesomecast.com or 724 25 ACAST at 724 252 Also, please go check our videos out. However, worse for you, awesomecast.blip.tv youtube.com slash inawesomecast we're on itunes just look us up there uh there's a few of us but look for that logo over there in the corner um and of course we're on mediafly we're on i don't know how many devices uh that are going on out there but mediafly.com you can find out how to do that and just look us up on there on your roku box on your boxy uh though and those two were also on blip tv um <laughs> what, what would i say popcorn hour uh zunes you know, um, creative zen, maybe. Uh, so all that stuff. Go check it out. Thanks thanks a lot. Thanks to Chilla. Thanks for Chachi for being here again. Rob, you're our awesome audience. We'll see you guys next week. She is a beautiful, beautiful woman that does not need to be corrupted by the likes of Kevin Nash and Scott Hall. Now, do you have annoying stains in your jeans? What? Do you have stains? <laughs> That's a real sitting you would have a car. He had yeah, exactly. Bust, you know, bust <laughs> yeah, to the arenas. Yeah, take Pat Wrestling Mayhem Show. Dot com.
There he is. Can you see me? Uh, I can't. Yeah. You, you, no, no, you're I not going to see me. Oh, uh, you can't. You can see me. Yeah, yeah, I don't have a camera hooked up to this computer. Well, that looks pretty nice. Well, okay, it's your bottom of your face, but, uh... Now, are you are you on 3G? Yeah. Not bad. I am on, I, I am on 3G. I don't know if you can hear me, because I'm, like, in a store. I can hear you fine. Yeah, uh... Yeah, Wait. I'm on I'm on 3G. What store are you in? Uh, Giant Eagle. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> Give us a tour, of Giant Eagle. <laughs> Giant Eagle. Did you get my uh, when I tried to Skype in? Yeah, it popped up, but I, it would have bumped off uh, one of our guys. Uh, I thought you said that there was a line open before. That's why I tried to call back. No, I think I said there isn't. Back. There is not a, a line open. <laughs> I, I'm going to add some here uh, in the near future. Oh, yeah, check this out. Hold on. Can you see that? Yes. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Um, and, so, and also, also, I'm on the frozen aisle. <laughs> uh, Malengo's giving us a tour of the frozen foods aisle, Chachi. Oh, nice. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Can you still hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. <laughs> oh, there we go. I'm pretty sure I can get kicked out for this. I said, uh, I'm pretty sure I can get kicked out for this. Most you can't likely. really see anything. Uh, enough. Enough. I mean, we're also seeing it, like, well, they're seeing it, like, on whatever video uh, over Justin TV, but, like, on the monitor, it's it's fuzzy. Oh, it's fuzzy, but I can make it out. Yeah, okay. I, need I, buy, I apparently need to buy new cords. What's that? <laughs> so, uh, I forgot why I came into the store. <laughs> Now, are you holding it right side up? Are you th are you holding the phone uh, upright? Yeah. yeah that, 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 oh, there you go. <laughs> Let's see. If I can also put it on the other way of landscape. All right. Perfect. Now I'm going down the snack aisle. <laughs> I had to get pop. That's what I had to get. Wife wanted me to get stuff. It's definitely a low frame rate, but I can't really tell if that's you or, or me, you know? But, uh. It, it looks a lot better on this view, which is weird because the other camera is the higher, uh. The other camera is the better one. Oh, it's because you're closer to it. Yeah, that could be a tip. Yeah. Uh, drinks. She wanted something specific. <laughs> As you can tell, I'm a great husband. Excellent. I go out of my to get stuff for my wife. <laughs> I don't even remember what she wanted. Something with cherries. This looks good. Oh, hold on. I'll let, I'll let the viewers choose. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. A real, uh, um, what's it? Are you going with, uh... Yeah, Cherry Coke. 
Cherry Coke. Or Hot Wheels. Hot Wheels, your fellow black man in the chat room says uh, you need tacos. Or wait, maybe that's the, the other guy in the chat room. Pizza. <laughs> Pizza. Pizza. I'm completely tacking this on the oh, end yeah. of the show, by the Pizza. way. What's that? You're gonna be. This is gonna be awesome, dude. All Just right, ta- I should probably leave though before I get hungry. <laughs> what was that? I, you can like tie this to your hat, and you can be like I, Malengo. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Oh yeah. Okay. I remember last time I did it. <laughs> All right. I. I like chocolate. Thanks, man. Okay. Thanks, man. Now right. we know how well this works. Can't be in that. Uh, can't be in this aisle. That's <laughs> my good for my work. Yeah. yeah, get away from that chocolate, man. I know. All right. All right. Thanks a lot. I'll see you at work tomorrow. <laughs> He's still going. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> Later, man. All right. See ya. Uh, let's see. Let's give that a good rating. 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 Let's give that a good rating.